Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. What a great day in uh, football was yesterday. Of course, uh, pretty good day on Saturday as well. Eric Mangini will join us in moments. Uh, you'll hear from Colin Cowherd this hour. I'll give you my thoughts on Mac Jones, on the Browns. We've got some Aaron Rodgers stuff to get to. We've got a lot to get to. Uh, welcome in. Four and one in college were my picks, and three and two in the pros. So, follow my picture. Uh, you're 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 uh, buying Bitcoin with a little bit of profit today. That's that's what you're doing. Eric Mangini's our guest. Of course, he's the head coach with the Cleveland Browns, with the New York Jets. He's a current Fox Sports NFL analyst, and uh, he joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. He, let me let me start with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I understand that they have a new rebuilt offensive line that you're playing in the heat of a Jacksonville afternoon and you come from Green Bay. I get that it's just one game and it's not all your fault, but I don't know. It felt to me, it looked like a guy who spent the summer hiking and thinking about retirement more so than a guy who's laser focused on winning another championship. Is, is that too harsh to look at one game that way? Well, I think the first game of the season is, is always one that, you can easily overreact to, but it's probably the most difficult game that you have as a coach and as a team because you don't really know what you're going to get. 
as much as you think that, that you, have, you have an idea of, of what's coming, the other team's been working on a bunch of stuff. You've been working on a bunch of stuff. You insert new players, the rookies, all those things. And then you go out there and, and you, you may feel like it's going to go one way and it goes some, some way totally different. I remember uh, one of our 14-2 and two seasons in New England, we get blown out by the Bills 30 to nothing in, in the first game. That was the year that we had moved on um, from Lawyer Malloy. And uh, it was an emotional game, but we got crushed and, and then kind of refocused, settled down. But, but everybody was writing our obituaries after that game. Looking at this game, did it, did it feel that Aaron wasn't dialed in? Yeah, it, it felt that way. And you could easily criticize him for the way that he spent his offseason. And it's a lot easier to criticize him because of all the uh, criticism that, that he then pointed towards the organization and the conflict that was created this offseason. I'd say I'm pretty concerned, too, about where they are defensively. Um, I mean, outside of, of the problems we saw offensively, Looks like that, you know, what, what they're dealing with defensively is going to be a bit of a struggle. Eric Mangini, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. I thought the same thing about the, the Bears, you know, like we, we can discuss Andy Dalton and how you handle that situation going forward. But to have two like walk-in touchdowns for the Rams, two completely either blown assignments or something they saw on tape, that's that's got to be alarm because the Bears are built on their defense, and uh, that was atrocious to allow that those those guys to be so open last night. Yeah, that, you never want to give up big plays, and 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 obviously uncontested big plays make it even worse. And when you don't touch the guy down, that's going to be one of those examples that we always used to pull plays off each week of of what not to do. And that's the classic what not to do. Okay, to hit a big play, you got to touch the guy down. Don't let him, you know, can get up and, and run it in. But here's another situation where you have a, a brand new defensive coordinator, his first time ever calling a game. And as much as everybody wants to talk about Vic Fangio's defense, that was what, three years ago? Yep. I mean, it, a lot's changed since, since they were that dominant defense. And they, they were good last season. But now again, you have another new coordinator and, and, there's a learning curve, and there's a big difference between a first-time coordinator in his first game versus Vic Fangio, who's had you know what is probably close to 30 years, whatever it is. You know that experience level is dramatically different. Now, that being said, you can't be, you can't give up uncontested big plays. That's obviously a, a problem that needs to be addressed. But you got to give uh, the offense a lot of credit for the way that that they designed the plays and the way that they were able to execute the plays too. Eric Mangini, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What's your takeaway from Kansas City coming from behind to beat Cleveland? Kansas City is like a boxer. They seem to always start a little bit slow, and then you got to try to just survive the barrage in the later rounds, and, and very few people can do it. And then Cleveland looked fantastic early, where it was in complete control of the game, and then you have a, a couple turnovers and a couple mistakes, Kansas City gets some momentum, and it's hard enough to survive what they're going to bring throughout the course of four quarters if you're not making mistakes. But to make the mistakes that, that Cleveland made when they did, it, it makes it almost impossible. But I, I, I really like Cleveland. I thought Cleveland was going to win the game. I predicted them to, to upset Kansas City. So I think it's a lot better showing than what you had last year when they got blown out by the Ravens. What did you think of Mac Jones? You know, I went and looked at his numbers versus Cam's numbers a year ago in his first game, and I mean, across the board, the numbers are solid. I was worried about the volume of sacks that he had had in the preseason. He was only sacked once. He seemed like he was poised throughout the course of the game. It didn't seem too big for him. Uh, obviously, when you're putting up only, what was it, 16 points? Not really what, what you're looking for, but he put him in position to score some more. They, they had some uncharacteristic mistakes as, as well. So it's, I'd say about as encouraging a start as you can get for for a guy in, in his spot. 
Yeah, no, I, I I would agree. And and you know, it wasn't his fault they fumbled. I mean, you know, I mean, same same honestly with Baker. Like two fumbles that weren't, or one was a muff punt, right? That that weren't the quarterback's fault. Yeah. If you watch those games, you can't, you know, lay so much blame at their feet. It's just fascinating to 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 see. All right, what about uh, what about Tua Tungavailoa? Um, there are a lot of questions about about how the Dolphins view him now that you've seen him with more talent to throw to and a different offensive system. Are you a buyer into the, the long play with Tua Tungabailoa? I, I don't know where to come in on him. And, and when I, I, I thought, I felt the arrow was, was pointing up and it, it seemed a little unfair last year. You know, they made that change and I think it was week six when they didn't really have to make the change, it seems like that was was driven by someone higher up to put him in when when they did, and then they ended up pulling him a bunch of what two or three times during the course of the season. But there were a lot of positive things. Just didn't didn't seem like he had a total control of the offense, or there were a lot of explosive plays. And and I'm encouraged by what I saw yesterday. I can't figure out Doug why a guy like him wasn't named the captain. And maybe I'm I'm reading too much into that, but very rarely does does the quarterback not carry that that other uh, that other title, and it's it it's a concern because you want him obviously to not just be the leader of the offense, but to be a guy that the whole team looks to and says, okay, we're going to win because of him, and not not be thinking we're going to have to win in spite of in spite of him. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I get it. Doug Gottlieb show rolls on here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, we haven't talked since uh, since the Thursday night game or since after the Thursday night game. Um, Tampa comes from behind, gets the win. Cowboys put up a bunch of numbers but can't get the stop when they needed it. Encouraged or discouraged by the Cowboys losing to another good team? What what I, I hated about that game is the fact that they threw the ball, what was it, 59 times? Yes. I went back and looked at Dak's numbers. When he's thrown 49 or more times, he's one in six. And, and, and my concern going into that game is you've got the, the pressure of a new contract. You've got the pressure of coming off two injuries. You've got the pressure of the first game of the, of the season and playing Tom Brady. And then you're going to turn it into just the, the Dak Prescott show. And, and I thought he handled it amazingly. I thought he was, was better than, than I expected, and, and he didn't make – Big mistakes. He made a ton of, of really good plays, but I don't think this is a formula that's going to work long term for the Cowboys. When they were at their best, it was Dak's rookie season, thirteen and three. His numbers were all the best things of that over the course of his career. But but they had a a solid, a very good running game. They actually led the NFL in, in rush attempts. And now we are where we are, and, and we're flipping it and throwing it fifty nine times. In a game, and that to me just just doesn't make sense for for him from a health standpoint, and for them from a, a consistently being able to win standpoint. Too much too much can go wrong when you're throwing the ball that many times. I don't know if you I don't know if you saw the press conference today. Apparently, they said uh, Kellen Moore called. Uh, I think it was twenty two or twenty three runs, but he checked out of it ten times because of of of, of the look that he saw. So yeah, it, it's interesting. Yeah, was he? What, uh, go ahead. You know that you, you can also, and I hear that, Doug. And and there are a ton of plays where, if you get the right look and and they're loading the box, you're going to throw the ball. But you can also call run it runs, where regardless of what the box is, we're going to run. And going into the game, I felt like they didn't have to always run the ball effectively, but they had to run the ball consistently, especially when you've got a team like Tampa with with a really good pass rush. It helps slow that down. And then if you want to run play action, play action is only meaningful if you actually run the ball. Otherwise, you might as well not even waste your time in, in, in going through the, the process of, of taking it to the running back. And, and, and this is a team that could be a very effective play action team, and I think Dak's very good you know, using that. So it's I, I get it. He called more, obviously. They've been criticized about it, or they're, or they're feeling some some sort of um, pressure in terms of the number of passes they called, or else they wouldn't be bringing that set up at a press conference. No, 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 no question. Um, 
what do you make of Tennessee completely unable to block Chandler Jones and getting thumped yesterday by Arizona? Probably right up there with the biggest surprises uh, of the day. I, I thought that, that Derrick Henry was going to carry the ball a lot more than he did. And, and there's another situation where when you've got a guy as good as he is, and you know it's just a matter of time with giving the ball to him that, that he's going to either break a, a significant run or make some sort of impact play, but that, that he'd carry the ball a lot more than he did. And I, and I get that the, the game got a little bit out of control. Um, but I thought there'd be more progress defensively than, than there has been. And, and Mike Grable's one of the smartest guys I've ever coached in my career. And, and obviously has a strong defensive background, uh, but figuring out what that identity is going to be defensively is, is really important. And I know Jim Schwartz is down there and, and he's, helping out, and they've got Hazlitt, who's been a former head coach and defense coordinator. He's on the staff. So there's, there's a lot of good input, but it just doesn't seem like they at that identity of, of the defense worked out. You, you said uh, that was one of the bigger surprises. What was the, so what was the biggest surprise? Uh. Well, I actually thought the Lions played better than, than I anticipated them to. I'd say, though, that, that the biggest surprise would probably be how the Texans played. And I didn't know what we were going to get from, from the Texans. I don't think anybody had any expectations that they'd hang 37 on Jacksonville. And, look, I know Jacksonville's riding a, a long losing streak, and they're dealing with a new head coach and a new staff. But for them to come out and play as, as well as they did and not to dominate the game like they did, that to me would have to be the biggest surprise of the day. Okay. And, and uh, look, it's, it's, it's hard for a college head coach to come into the NFL. And, and you know, it, it's different with recruiting versus drafting. No, no question. And it's different in terms of how you, how you manage a locker room, how you, how you prepare. And... Um, and, and you have guys that, that, that run the Texans that have won a lot of football games in building a team, new England, just it fascinating to see what they've been able to do and kind of trying to rebuild this thing. Um, Buffalo is some people's pick to get to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. They laid an absolute egg against Pittsburgh yesterday. How much of that is the first game? How much of that is the Steelers maybe a little bit better defensively than we thought? Well, I, I'm one of the guys that, that has Buffalo going to the Super Bowl, and I even think that they have a, a great chance to win the Super Bowl. And, and I, I'm also a person who believes that the Steelers are, are underrated. The Steelers went through that rough patch at the end of the season, but we forget how good they were throughout the early part of the, not even the early part of the season, deep into the season, they were very good. But they, they lost kind of that Steeler identity last season where it was Ben Roethlisberger throwing with very little running game. And it looks like drafting Najee Harris and, and, and uh, some more of a commitment to getting back to, to what they did. And, and, and you watch Buffalo, there were some missed deep balls. I thought there were two or three opportunities for deep balls that were either slightly overthrown or, or a little bit off that could have changed the complexity of the game. You know, typically, you don't get a block punt in a game. I thought there were some uncharacteristic drops from then as well, and then didn't do a very good job in the red zone and, and didn't do a very good job on, on fourth down. I would give the Steelers a lot more credit than I would say that, that Buffalo laid an egg. I think the Steelers are going to be a much better team than people anticipate them being this season, and, and I would imagine Buffalo is, uh, is going to get back on track pretty quickly. Baltimore's down three running backs tonight, and they lost Marcus Peters. That may be a bigger loss than any of the three running backs. They're going into Vegas to take on the Raiders. Place will be a zoo, but they have Lamar Jackson. What do you think of tonight's Monday Night Football game? I, I'm excited to, to watch tonight. And look, this is Lamar Jackson is, is their ultimate running back, and, and he makes everything go in, in terms of the running game because – 
when you have to pick your poison, you're going to want whoever else is carrying the ball besides Lamar Jackson to, to, to get it. And his, his ability to open up holes by people trying to stop him, I think is going to minimize the damage of, of losing the running backs that, that they've lost. Now, the other part of, of the story that we get to see unfold is how much he's developed as a passer between you know, last year and, and, and this year. And that, to me, is another really interesting storyline because you haven't seen the jumps that you, you, you would hope to see and that you've seen out of guys like Josh Allen. So I, I think Baltimore is going to play better than, than, than people anticipate because of the injuries. And, and Lamar is, is going to drive, drive that home. Awesome stuff. Eric Mangini, former head coach. You see him on Fox Sports 1. You hear him on Fox Sports Radio. You're the best. Appreciate you joining us. Awesome. Thanks, Doug. Um, I'll tell you how big a role I thought Baker Mayfield played in the Browns. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Lost to Kansas City. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs. For man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. When the train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly because the crossing, the signals are going. Don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train stop, trains can't paid for by NHTSA. Uh, a quick uh, shout out to uh, Fox Sports Upstate. That's in Greenville, South Carolina on 104.9. All sports format started today. Home of South Carolina, the Gamecocks, and uh, uh, Brian Hall. Thanks for uh, for for making this happen. Should point out that we got some big games, big games in the SEC, and of course, uh, I think everybody knows that that uh, Zeb Nolan got the start, who was the uh, former grad assistant. Like it's the crazy story, but I think Luke Do. Right, he was a former Iowa State guy, but he thought his eligibility was up. Was a grad assistant. They end up starting him. I think Luke uh, Luke Doty's going to be back uh, to start for the Gamecocks. But still, um, always interesting stuff in the SEC. And how about the Pac-12 and Oregon? People always go like, "I feel so good for the Pac-12." Yeah, USC lost at home. That's okay. UCLA, UCLA beat LSU. Yeah, what about the rest of the league? Stanford went in and smacked USC around. All right, more of that to come. You know, there's a lot of different ways to look at the Browns' loss to the Chiefs. Here's the best way. They choked. They gave away a great opportunity. And it's, they don't want attaboys. Cleveland don't want an attaboy. They made, went into the playoffs last, last year. Uh, but th- those type of games, when you lead and dominate, and no, you, gotta, you can't turn the football over and give Pat Mahomes extra opportunities or he's going to do Pat Mahomes sorts of things. You know, to be up, what were they up? 22-10 at the half, you know, and and just just turn the ball over too often. Really is kind of what it, what it comes down to. Are there other things at play? Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but you have, you kind of dominate the football game and you end up in the third quarter not scoring a point, still being on it, and, you know, you got, Fumble and muff punt and interception to end the game. That's th- those are losses that. And look, it'd be completely fair to say you had a lead, and though uh, Gillen, your 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 punter, screwed up. I mean, look, um, Baker got sacked on first down of that possession. There's second and sixteen, and then a little dump off. And then an incomplete pass to Njoku. So they're at their own 23. Do you expect your punter to be able to actually punt the football? Yes. But it wasn't like the offense was killing it all second half and then the punter fell down or then the punter dropped the football. That's a, there's only one way to look at it if you're Cleveland. You had them. You lost it. You had a lot of hype, a lot of hope. That's a game you choked. The, the Casey Thompson thing is amazing. Like, do people know? Who, so his dad... Was, is Charles Thompson, of course, was a star quarterback for OU. And then his brother, Kendall Thompson, I think played quarterback, but then moved later to wide receiver for Oklahoma. So, again, I, I, he has to hold on to the job between now and then. And, based, you know, they, there's, there's, uh, there's still three games for Texas before they play OU on the second Saturday uh, in Dallas. Second Saturday in, Oklahoma, in uh, October in Dallas. They got Rice. And they got Tech, and they got TCU. But what a story that would be if Casey Thompson starts against his brother and his dad's alma mater at at quarterback. Um, and he's he's from Newcastle High School, which is uh, it's not right near OU, but it's not far from from Oklahoma. That's a crazy story. Obviously, an embarrassing loss for the Longhorns. Longhorns not back yet. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Buyer, by the way, question for you. Okay, so yes. with Mostert out, who do you pick up if you need a running back? 
uh, with San Francisco? Well, I'll tell you what. That was one of the funny things entering yesterday's game because one of the headlines in the inactives and the uh, active lists were, hey, what about Trey Sermon? How did How is he inactive for this game without uh, – injury designation elijah mitchell is the one that came in so elijah mitchell could be the guy that you target in san francisco unfortunately for the 49ers we get to know a lot of their running backs because they're seemingly always hurt and the mostert injury is another example so elijah mitchell right now would be the the guy in san francisco stand by i want your flexes his podcast check it out he and mike Harmon. Uh, Great fantasy football knowledge. Ram is redefining what a truck can be, leading in interior design technology, overall quality. So if you're buying a truck in the past, good luck. But if you're buying a truck today, buy a Ram. Learn more about it, what Ram has to offer at ramtrucks.com. Xavier Howard, who plays for the Dolphins, said this about Mac Jones, who is the new quarterback of the Patriots. He was poised. He didn't make any mistakes. He put his team in position to win. Jason McCourty. On facing Mac Jones, he didn't really make any mistakes. He was poised. Even watch him in the huddle, guys getting in, yelling, commanding. A lot of what it looked like in the preseason is how he performed. He gave his team a chance to win. He didn't really make any mistakes. He didn't throw any errant passes. He was poised for a young guy. Like, we're starting to see, like, oh, 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 right, right, right. Don't get me wrong. The Patriots have done a poor job of evaluating the wide receiver position, especially for the NFL draft. I I can't argue with anybody who says otherwise. You look at their high draft picks, and they've done a terrible job of evaluating who should be a wide receiver in the NFL, who should be a wide receiver for the Patriots. But look at how they evaluated Jimmy Garoppolo. That seemed to work. Look at how they've evaluated Tom Brady. That seemed to work. And look now how they've evaluated Mac Jones, and this seems to work. You're, you're understanding the guy is kind of unflappable. What you what you lose in athleticism and maybe a little bit of arm talent you make up for and all of those other things, which are maybe a little bit more important. Feels like the Patriots have found their quarterback. And you don't you don't see that from most opposing players don't have uh don't don't heap praise on somebody's balance and poise and and drive and confidence. You don't usually do that in the NFL, or at least not of a young guy. You do it of an old guy that you respect, but they're all respecting this guy. You know, like, Oh, Bill Belichick, he may know a thing or two about select court. Does that mean he's going to be Tom Brady and win seven Super Bowls? It does not. Does that mean that they appear to have found a, a capable quarterback? It does appear that way. It really does. Really does. Um, and you know, they went to him early, but part of it is it's a veteran team. It's built around him. He didn't fumble late. That's a big part of the, I think, praise that he's receiving. All right. We got a lot to get to here in the Doug Gottlieb show. Uh, I thought Sam Darnold played well. He had one bad fumble, but other than that, he was great against the jets. That's gotta be hard if you're a jets fan, right? Like you got Sam Darnold throwing to Robbie Anderson. Like, wait, they were just on our team and now they're on the other team and they're playing much better football. Jaguars looked awful. Texans looked good. Titans looked awful. Packers looked awful. Uh, Eagles looked good. Yeah, I, 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 Byer, you want yeah. to get in? Go ahead. Yeah, Eagles looked really good. And, and it may have something to do with the Falcons, but uh, Jalen Hurts looked great. Jalen Rager, their first round pick last year, uh, looked great. Miles Sanders looked great. Devontae Smith looked great. Everything Philadelphia did yesterday against Atlanta, both sides of the ball, uh, great. I mean, they, they really were. And, I mean, you mentioned the Houston game against Jacksonville. This is the thing, and and, and I know that you've talked about Houston. They they were never going to go zero and seventeen. They they aren't a playoff team, but the guys that they have, as you talked about, like their defense couldn't really couldn't get any worse than than what it was last year. You mentioned the guys that they have there. I mean, they have David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, and Mark Ingram, and Ingram ended up being the bell cow yesterday. Uh, Terod Taylor's better on the block. We know his experience. Brandon Cooks had a great day. They've got guys who are just not going to win. You know, they're not going to be a playoff team, but they aren't, they aren't 0-17 because they don't have Deshaun Watson. 
It's not the not the case. No, but but they were much more. And I had heard people in Houston say like, "Look, they might not be that terrible." And then you look at Jacksonville, who is terrible. And then yeah. you know the Colts didn't look great yesterday. Tennessee didn't look great. It doesn't mean that they're going to go to the playoffs, but they may be more competent than we gave them credit. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And the yeah, I don't know what the the Titans again. They just seem very very offensive, uh, you know, focused. Except. Now they can't block anybody. Chandler Jones with his five sacks yesterday. Yeah, AFC South is up in the air uh, outside of Jacksonville. They still got a long way to go. Lawrence had two bad interceptions near the end of the first half that, uh, you know, his numbers yardage-wise ended up looking pretty good. But that's what happens when you're down by so much. Yes, yes. I'm the same thing happened. And and how about the backdoor cover from the Lions? That was that was an impressive. And they had a chance that they actually got the ball back and were able to like Debo Samuel caught a pass for San Francisco and all he had to do was just get down and time would have ran out. And he didn't. And the Lions knocked the ball loose. They actually had an opportunity. they were driving to try to, you know, have an opportunity to tie the game. Yeah, that was that was that was crazy. Well, I mean, their coach did say that they're gonna they're gonna bite kneecaps, whatever it takes, in order to <laughs> yes. you know, if they get knocked down and they, they did that that's exactly what they did. Bit, bit, knee, bit kneecaps. So, um, uh, Buffalo's loss and the way in which they lost was surprising. Um, uh, the Bears, and I didn't think the defense looked great. Obviously, the offense had some good moments, but a lot of ineptitude. The Bears are going to be interesting. San Francisco did look really good until they took their foot way off the gas, and they suffered some injuries again, second year in a row. Last year, obviously, massive wholesale injuries. Yeah, and the other thing with the 49ers, too, is I, I – think that maybe we and maybe this was just me i thought it was going to be way more of trey lance that maybe it would be because in that preseason game we saw them be you know switching on plays on the same drive but it was much more of just jimmy garoppolo on uh on sunday lance did hear- have an opportunity to have a touchdown pass and a couple of carries but otherwise that was it um and justin fields did have a uh, he had a touchdown run right you'll want to hear what colin cowherd said about the bears and their quarterback position, plus what Skip Bayless had to say about Baker Mayfield's performance yesterday as quarterback of the Browns. All that's upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Every day at this time, we try and get you caught up on one of the previous shows of the day, Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports 1, we call it. And now. (laughs) Want to look like a million bucks, but don't only want to spend a handful of bucks? Upgrade to Dollar Shave Club's six-blade razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their precision-cut stainless steel blades. Find your perfect shave with Dollar Shave Club in stores. That's dollarshaveclub.com in stores. Uh, all right, uh, we, we try and recap for you other shows. This was Colin Cowherd talking about the Bears and the 49ers and their rookie quarterback situations. Maybe it's just time. I mean, Andy Dalton's complete nothing over seven yards. Maybe it's just time. It's different with San Francisco. So San Francisco wants to be very careful about Trey Lance. Number one, Garoppolo's better than Andy Dalton. Number two, that division's way better. You can't screw around and experiment. Number three is the Niners have a Super Bowl roster. Chicago doesn't. Then you can experiment. I, I tell my kids this all the time. Take high school seriously. Get great grades. Get, get, get a four-pointer better. Because that's more important than your college grades. Nobody cares what your GPA is unless you're like a doctor. Go to a party. Go to the football games. Be stupid. It's okay. High school, get it buttoned up. Do your homework. And I kind of look the same way. Like San Francisco, that's high school right now. You can't mess around in that division. There, There are no Sundays off in that division. In this division, maybe they're just better off just going with Justin Fields. It's not the difference between Super Bowl and not. It's not the difference between a a one seed and a set. It doesn't, does it matter? Well, I mean, look, I I think it does matter, especially when you have a coach who some people think is on the hot seat. They've been in the playoffs through the last three years. And that would have been a game you're going to throw them into the, the fire against an Aaron Donald with an offensive line that people aren't really counting on. I do think Cincinnati is much better defensively than... Anyone can imagine because over the last couple of years, two years ago, they were arguably the worst in the history of the sport. Um, then you got Cleveland, then Detroit. That feels like one in which you might be able to get him in as a starter. But I, I just think organically it takes care of itself. Dalton with the red zone interception and the fumble. It could have happened yesterday, uh, but it's pretty obvious that right now they want to use him red zone short yardage and then stick with Dalton. And eventually they'll make that, that change. I think you'll just know when you know, and everyone is trying to rush a process, which they are not in any hurry to speed up. Um, This is Skip Bayless talking about Baker Mayfield. What did I see from my Super Bowl pick yesterday? Nothing but great. Loved every bit of it, except for two mistakes late in the game. 
I saw a Cleveland Browns team on the verge. I saw a Browns team that needed that as a measuring stick to show them where they fell short. Because to your point, Kansas City made no mistakes and they ended up making three. But the first two were the most egregious of the mistakes. Mm -hmm. And you cannot make them at Arrowhead or you're going to lose. And I think that was a great learning lesson for the Cleveland Browns because Baker came out like he meant business. Mm -hmm. That was the best overall game under fire I have seen him play as a professional. I thought he lived up to being the first pick in the draft. But my point is that to your point, 21 of 28 for 321 should get it done. Yes. When, when you rush for the kind of yards, <laughs> they rush for 153 yards to only 73 for Kansas City. That should get it done. Look, if, I, if I'm going to give Baker a little bit of a pass, late in the game, not only does he have to make plays, but you need a star wide receiver to make plays, and they didn't have OBJ, who they still held out with with his knee. But But again, like... Let's let's be fair. The Browns, though they they fumbled when they had a big lead, and then you know Gillen uh, fumbles, who's their punter. Like they went three and out and three and out on their next to last two drives, and then he threw a pick to essentially end the game on the fifth play. So we can blame the fumbles, but we also have to point out that the offense went went flat, totally totally flat. And that, that is actually on Baker. And that's what the Fox said. What does the Fox say? Ramos, I take it you're uh, carving out the statue for... Um... Oh, I'm sorry. I was Sam. Hey, Ramos John is Ramos so... here. Yeah. Ramos is so happy with his new quarterback at the LA Rams that he took the day off, Iowa Sam. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Iowa Sam is an Iowa guy, not an Iowa State guy. How long does the glow last over when the Cyhawk? I think people, I think they're, uh, it's a lot like the NFL. I mean, for a guy like Kirk Ferentz, who has a lot of NFL ties, he lets his team enjoy it for 48 hours, and then, you know, they get back to work. They got a couple of non-conference games that aren't quite as high profile coming up the next two weeks, but uh, they have to stay focused. I mean, those are those types of games you can get tripped up and lose if you're not uh, dialed in. So I think fans are enjoying it. That's six in a row over the Cyclones. A uh, pretty dominating performance there, especially from the secondary, so... I think the fans will enjoy it, but um, yeah, I think the team is moving on. Um, uh, b- by the way, um, uh, I don't know how many of you guys know this. You're looking at, at college games and college lines. Uh, Phil Jerkovich, who's the quarterback for Boston College. Remember, he started his career at Notre Dame and uh, last year, 2,500 yards, 17 touchdowns, five interceptions. And he started like a house of fire this year. I know they only beat up on Colgate and UMass. But it looks like he broke his thumb, going to be out for a while. So a Boston College, a team that in a couple of weeks uh, plays, they play Temple, then they play Missouri, then they go to Clemson, doesn't look like they'll have their star quarterback. I, I still think the story of the weekend was Oregon going in and kind of manhandling Ohio State on the line. Byer is a guy, and I obviously you have your weekend show, but you're watching it just like I am. Like the, the two big Pac-12 wins, it doesn't, clear the conference of everything, but the two big Plactel wins have been most surprising, not because of the wins, but because of the way in which the games have been won with dominant line play. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State didn't even sniff getting any pressure on Anthony Brown and and Oregon. And the running game, and C.J. Verdell had a a huge game and had a huge 70-yard run that he almost went uh, untouched. That was was something. And the the other thing about it, and I – you don't want you don't want to harp on it, but we talked about C.J. Stroud in, in Week One, and then you look at his numbers in this Oregon game, Doug, and they're actually better. Ohio State had three receivers over 100 yards, uh, uh, some of it because they they were trying to play catch up as well. But there's also the fact that sometimes uh, there was never a point where I thought that C.J. Stroud was making a play. You know what I mean? Where the numbers are great and he's hitting receivers, but there's a misthrow here and a misthrow there. Isn't a huge threat to run or hasn't at least shown that early on. Um, there have been maybe a time or two 
So I'm just I'm curious on how it's going to uh, to all play out for the Buckeyes and how they respond from this. I because... think we know how it's going to play out, right? The kid from Texas, when he's ready, he's going to play. Well, yeah, they they also have another Kyle McCord is a freshman five star kid that was is Stroud's backup, and then you have Quinn Ewers, the the kid who enrolled early. By the way, Aaron Judge just hit a three run home run for the Yankees, tied the Twins in the eighth inning. But, oh, yeah. Judgey and blow. <laughs> all right, I, I think I, I think that I. I you know, Ohio State will probably win their next few games um, with ease, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think that there's just some questions in Columbus. Well, and then you have, like, I don't understand how Oregon and Iowa can be ranked behind Oklahoma when you look at who they've actually beaten. You're, you know, I mean, if you really think Ohio State's that good, then you have to rank Oregon yeah. probably number two in the country, to be, to be totally honest. It's- I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.